Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I'm going to challenge you to learn how to edit for passive voice. All right, I'm going to be totally straight up honest with all of you guys, like always, and I'm going to let you know that it didn't actually happen for me naturally to know how to create active sentences. I'm very... Uh, passive in my writing. It's almost like a default system for me that I have to switch gears and force myself into active language. Now, regardless of the reason why this happens, uh, it's just patterns that I've built over time. I know that I have a problem with this and I have to fix it. When I became aware of this problem, was when I was in my dissertation phase and I kept getting this reviewer commenting to me, you're writing passive. This is passive voice. Switch it, switch it. And I had to learn even what they were talking about between them. And it's really about the verbs, guys. So I told you that I am doing seek and find. Well, there's a reason. I need to find was because was was one of my strongest patterned state of being verbs that I would just default back and use uh, aggressively, and it was a problem. So, was is my number one state of being verb that I search for when I'm editing in my chapters. So, I want to tell you that's not the only word, though, that you need. You need to chart. You need a list of the state of being verbs, and you need to keep them handy with you when you're editing. So, I'm going to tell you where this came from. I'm going to drop the link to, um, I found it online at EnglishGrammarRevolution.com, and it's the list of verbs. I do also, I also want to read them to you, and I'm going to put them in uh, my blog for today, and I'm going to cite this um, website too. But anybody, you can go online and you can find them on images, it, whichever way that um, suits your fancy. But you need to know what they are. Was is just one of the words that I'm typing in. Um, and so I didn't want to like go through all of that with my editing techniques, but I think this is a, a good stopping point for me to say, okay, I need to probably look at more because pro writing aid has opened my eyes to the truth. I still have a problem with passive voice. And so, here's my trick with pro writing aid. I'm learning it, guys. I'm learning the tool. 
but I am so thankful that I bought it. Um, it has a report summary. And in this report summary, it told me that I had just in chapter one. So what I did was only run the report for um, chapter one alone. Now, by me running this report, in doing it in these little chapter sections, then it allows me to um, look at small chunks of my work. And I'm not like overwhelming the functions and then I'm getting lost because that's what happened to me when I tried to run pro writing aid all at once and I was like oh no no I I, I can't do that I was getting too many things on the side my manuscript is 62,000 words so I'm like no I want to do this thing you know chapter by chapter so I copied my chapter I went into the online function that I have, and I'm pasting it from um, Microsoft Word, and I'm putting it in here now so I can talk you through it. All right, and so here it is, and as soon as I did it, and I was like, okay, what are my, my style issues? What is my summary report? Now, I really like the report summary because it says that I had 11 passive verbs found just in chapter one but it doesn't just tell me that it actually highlights them for me it underlines it and it tells me where they are and I can see that my word my problem word is be and were so now that's the guys I have 11 sentences in front of me on the side on the report, and they have be and were in them. So I'm like, oh my goodness, there's more patterns. I wouldn't have picked this up. I knew was was a problem for me. <laughs> was was a problem. But now I know that I've probably messed up with be and were. So I'm going to call out some words. If you do not have pro writing aid and it's something that you can't do right now, um, they do have a free version, but for authors and when we're doing our own uh, self-edits, I would say um, going like the full shebang here, it's worth it. Um, I'm saying it's worth it for me, but I'm going to read out the list. You guys get your journal ready, and then you can play Seek and Find like what I was doing with was before I got uh, this grammar function on and this summary report on pro writing aid because I was just like doing it myself so now I don't have to do that anymore I can just depend on uh, pro writing aid to pick up my passive voice and that saves me one piece of editing that I don't have to do I just have to copy my chapter though and I want to put it in here separate I will give you some of the reasons why I want to do that later um, I like to see the individual timing for the chapters um, and it shows that but that's a different um, podcast altogether all right so here we go. I'm going to read it out, and you can pause it. I'm going to try to go slow. I don't want to go really fast, <laughs> but you still just pause it and catch up. So here are your list of words. Be, am, is, are, was, were, been, being, have, has, 
had, having. Could, should, would, may. Might, must, shall, can. Will, do, did, does. All right. There are your state of being verbs. And you can rearrange them any way that you can maybe memorize them. I know that I'm uh, I'm not going to do the memorization, but I'm going to have it charted out. I already have built an index card with the state of being verbs um, beside me. So that way when I'm working new sentences and I'm trying to rearrange, I'm not going to fall back in and pick another one of these. And so I'm going to give you an example of what happened to me when I first opened up ProWritingAid. I had 12 passive verbs found. So my sentence read something like this. It's not exactly because um, I deleted it because I fixed it. But it was, um, those dreams were dashed like the family pictures along the staircase wall. So that was passive voice. It picked it up. And then I reworded it, and I put a Brianna dash dreams like she did the family pictures along the staircase wall. And then I ran it again, and I checked the summary report, and I fixed my problem. And now I have 11 passive verbs to get through. So you can try that technique and teach yourself through this. The problem is, is just identifying them. Um, the more we work through our own editing, uh, the more proficient we will become as a writer. Um, it'll almost become like an internal switch for us because right now I'm pulling back into bad habits and bad patterns or things that I was unaware of in the past. Well, now that I'm learning all of this, the next time that I write a book, guess what? Hopefully, I will have less passive verbs found when I run a pro-writing aid check in my next series book in chapter one. And that doesn't mean I'm not going to do it. I could still revert back and go back to my default. But if I do, then pro-writing aid is going to be here for me. It's going to kind of be my wingman and my editing is going to help me catch these problems. You definitely want to fix them because your sentences will just... One, there'll be a stronger sentence, and two, you will add more clarity to your work, and it will elevate your writing, okay? So, trust me on this. You do not want to um, be known for constantly falling back into passive voice. You want to polish this and remove it. Because I don't want somebody to read my work and say they're an amateur writer because I used passive voice and they didn't know. They didn't get it. Well, no, I didn't know. I had to teach myself. And so now I'm challenging you that if you might have a problem with this or you don't quite understand the difference between the passive and the active, you have to do like what I did. I had to teach myself show versus tell. Because how many times have we heard that? And when I checked in chapter one, uh, pro writing aid said, Oh, you have one telling sentence. Hey, one. <laughs> That's good. I've already edited for all of those pieces uh, when I was going through my first initial rounds. So, pro writing aid only caught one of those. So, hopefully, this has been a help for you guys. Just know that um, the word by also can be a good. Um, 
standout word for you? So when you see the word by in a sentence and you've put it near the end, um, you know it is passive. So, so if you would say like, for example, um, the football players were driven by Miss Stevenson. That is passive. You would want to say Miss Stevenson drove the football players to the game, period. That is active. And so you see how you're just switching it up a little bit? If you've got by there at the end, that's another indicator. I forgot to tell you guys that. That's another indicator of passive voice. So those are some little tricks that you can employ in your own editing um, and keep you an index card ready, your journal ready, have your chart, print off the chart, make yourself an image, um, have it in the corner of your screen, whatever it is that you need, you know, turn it into some kind of little chant that you can remember and memorize them if you want to. Um, I just got already, I already have my chart written out on index card. I'm looking at it right now and I already, um, favorited the website that I found it from just in case I have my computer, but I don't have my index card. I have put it as a bookmark and it's the grammar revolution one. This is the chart that I found. So, um, I'm going to put it into my blog and I'm going to put the link um, in there. So you can go over to my Jen Lowry writes WordPress blog and you can get, um, the chart there. Cause I'm going to create me one on Canva too. So I can use it as an image. So you could even download my image from the thumbnail and you can keep it and it'll be something created by me just for you for free to help us with our editing. So good luck and turn your sentences into active moving sentences that elevate your work. All right. Have a blessed one. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day. If you're looking for my challenge devotionals on Amazon, go right on over and type in Dr. Jennifer Eichner Lowry and you'll see my 30-day everyday mom challenge, my 30-day teacher challenge, fingerprint curriculum for my homeschool families, and one that's closest to my heart is the Happy Renewal Year Challenge devotional. I dare you to go and check them out today. You can also find that they're on Kindle Unlimited because I want you guys to have access. I often put them up for free uh, promotional items. I'll do countdowns. Um, so that way you can grab one. You can gift them with a friend. You can share them out on your sites. And people can go on this journey with us. In December of 2019, look out for the release of my author challenge devotional. I'm looking forward to that one and sharing it with you.